Hello, welcome back to We Are Live. Chris Denman live from Midco Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri, joined and flanked by the great Tommy the Intern. That's Tommy Mosslander, who's performing Friday at some show that uh, nobody will be at. Uh, Yale be Hollander's sure not break. to attend that, but be Yale sure to Hollander's. attend Thursday's Free Comedy Thursday. Yeah, Yale does. He's technically a partner here yeah. as a, a podcaster. So you, should so you can check out his show on Come Friday. check out the show. You don't have to support me. But don't do, definitely don't. Do oh no! Yale. Oh no! Oh no! Travis, it's not even a prop. It's a crutch at this point. Like, what's happening here? Good morning. Oh we no! 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 Man, I'm so jealous of his uh, live from Queens, New York. Is it a Chiron? Mm-hmm. We call it a Chiron in the biz. I. I don't know why I look to you for any kind of more. <laughs> you know, you're the one who's supposed to be teaching me this stuff. Chris. Oh, I don't Third. see you. You and chose you, the wrong place. You, Fox you Two, been. Fox Two would be a much better place. Yeah, they won't hire me though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Background checks and the like. Yeah. Yeah, it could get rough. Uh, <laughs> been a fun show. Why are there so- sticky notes and a pen in front of Tommy? What is he doing? You know what I'm doing. He. Mm. We're, we're gonna today's. Today's build-up day, Travis, and then it's going to get really, really jockey around here. It's going to get real fratty around here, and we're going to break down Tommy tomorrow. Today's his build-up day. Today's his build-up day. What was that? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Did he just try to do my piece? I I think so. Did he just try to do my piece, Tommy? Tommy, say piece. Tommy, I will get on the first fight. I'll have to taste out of it. You don't ever put up my piece, Okay. I am becoming Travis. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Here's the deal. If you just put on just a little bit of dark makeup, Um, I think it'll work well. I think it'll work well. Give it a whirl. Hey, what's... Where are you going with that? Come on. Finish it out, comedy guy. Yeah, what do black people do, Tommy? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we be shopping. Say, uh... Look, we be rapping. I don't... Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> mm. That was because, fun. Because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Say, uh, say, hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, that's, that's I support it. everybody no matter what they do. Oh, no, that's not what he would as say. As long as they're from my community. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Say, that's racist as that's hell. That's racist as hell. The top oh, is racist. Wow. Yes. Oh. Well, we do have. I've been watching. Nice. I've been learning. Yeah. More from you than him. Mm. Mm. <laughs> It's going to get real, real fratty in here. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, if you guys are just tuning in, you know that Tech Electronics helped build the studio. But we also have folks like Gateway Powder Coating that help us in the sponsor partnership realm. That's Gateway Powder Coating, fast, durable, affordable. Check out their website, gatewaypowdercoat.com. Tommy, if you've got some wheels that need touched up, you can make sure you can take them in to get with powder coating. They'll be looking brand new. Maybe you've got a smoker. Does your family have a smoker? We in the do backyard? actually. Do you? Yeah. If it needs touched up, you take it to Gateway Powder Coating. So whenever your relatives come by, hang out, have a good time. It's going to look sharp. It's going to look great. That's Gateway Powder Coating partner of We Are Live right here at the Midco Studio. Gardner, we've got some uh, Great American Race to get to. Do we want to do that before Dr. Ed comes in for Dogs on Film? Um. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and do that? Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. All right. I like that. Uh, Guys, it's time for dogs on film. Was he listening? I don't know. I we're, don't, we're doing I mean, Great American Race. Uh huh. Oh, oh. Try it again. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let me reset. 
It's time for Great American Rays. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, that doesn't have an open, does it? No, it doesn't. No, it certainly doesn't. Uh, you should know that by now. Uh, I'm really hoping that would freeze. Uh, yeah. Great American Race uh, involves a story from the black community and the white community that uh, we both just find disgraceful. We try and take each other's credit scores down, and uh, we run through this like a knife through hot butter. Check out that, honest to God, all kidding aside, nice work. We've got about 17 functions running right now on the mm -hmm. VMix. Gardner pulling it, uh, pitching a no-hitter right now. Think, yeah. Things are happening. Oh, a lot of walks, a lot of walks. Jinx. Yeah, no-hitter, not no a perfect hitter. game. Not a perfect game. It's like that A.J. Burnett <laughs> no-hitter where he ten walked walks. 10 people. Yes, yeah, it's perfect. It's kind of like that. A.J. Burnett, uh, College of the Ozarks graduate from uh, Ozark, oh. Lake of the Ozarks, yes. I believe so, our... Uh, former uh, Yankee. Oh, no. I believe... Uh, Mike Parson, the current governor of Missouri, also a College of the Ozarks grad. It's one of those where they like hand you a chastity belt and a Bible, and they're like, "Get I to did, studying." I did. Uh, in terms of watching the Blues game last night, I did take one exception to a bandwagon fan, and that was a shocker here. Uh, but Mama, uh, Josh Hawley, all of a sudden on board. Oh no! Who's? Hail did he Trump. really? Oh yeah, he tweeted out something to Ted Cruz about, "Hey, if the." Stars lose, does the beard come off? And I, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember my tweet completely. I'm like, oh, funny, I don't remember Senator Flatbed having a pre-existing condition of liking the blues. Mm. And, Ooh, um, nice, Gardner. Nice. I just, I don't. Also, Ted, it's such a Ted Cruz That's is all. from Houston. Ted Cruz is from Houston, not Dallas. And Ted Cruz is watching the Houston Rockets, not hockey. So Ted Cruz is what from Houston. Idiot. Josh Hawley's an idiot. I hate him. And Josh Hawley's from the uh, Kansas City area. So let's not. What a. Look. He, wait, he really tried to call himself supporting the Blues. He's from KC. Yes. Yes. I, uh, what a, here, let me. What uh, a not, tool. Now you got me. Hold on for a second and we'll get into this and just. Um, he said, I'm hey, sorry. He's a, I, I can't stand that guy. Man. Hey, He's Senator Ted Cruz, will the playoff beard be gone after tonight? Good luck to the St. Louis Blues in Game 7. Hashtag, we all bleed blue. Oh, no, he used the hashtag. Oh, no, we don't. No, we don't. There isn't one person in Kansas City that gives one iota about the St. Louis Blues. That is the dumbest thing yeah. next to, first I didn't time, try to get rid of pre-existing conditions. First time you ever rooted for blue. As well, probably. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, they, nice. uh, political humor. They literally, he, that's the first thing he's picked up on. <laughs> he, <laughs> he didn't realize this entire conversation. There's been, there's been some nice little weave-ins there. He's like, oh, I hear, I hear political finally. <laughs> uh, I finally got one. Kansas City, for sure, would cheer for their independent Missouri Mavericks uh, minor league hockey team over the Blues. Like, that's, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. it's a, there's a very clear division between the two uh, Cities, regions, whatever you want to say. So Holly can say. Honest to God, Just I've never heard mind. anyone from Kansas. <laughs> I've never heard, honest to God, anyone from Kansas City say one thing about hockey, let alone the St. Louis Blues. So the idea that I think there was a stupid ass report Bob Fesco uh, put out after the Blues were re renegotiating with the city about uh, renovations, and he asserted that the blues would move to Kansas city. That's the last time I've ever heard anyone out of Kansas city say anything about hockey and in general. So the idea that Josh Hawley has been following the blues the last two seasons, or even at all this season is a joke. I, I do love that. It just shows being. the phony that he is. Yeah. And I do that's love that. The, that's, that's so bad. If you're going to be a phony, be, be better at being, be Joe Biden phony, like be better at being a phony. If you're going to be a phony, at least be skilled phony. 
Mm. I agree. And the and the slick haired politician type, like it just they can show up and they can Photoshop photos of themselves <laughs> with any outfit, any jersey, any working man's costume, whatever it is, like and, and people eat it up. That's the problem. So it's our fault that he exists and peep somebody out there likes him and will remember that he tweeted about the blues and use that as a positive thought about him. Do you agree? Some Somebody people will. who like them, it's people from your neck of the woods. Oh, here it goes. From St. Louis, mm-hmm. you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm calling them out. I'm calling people out now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling it out. You're so brave now Those that you're half from, a country uh-huh. away. You're so brave. Look, he was brave yeah, I'm before. surrounded by 8.6 No, he was apathetic before. There's a big difference. <laughs> apathetic can be mistaken for bravery on many occasions. <laughs> Mostly involving Travis. Like, man, he just stood there looking at that wall. See, he was so brave. Here's the he thing. didn't know what was going on. Travis, <laughs> Travis isn't afraid to go in anymore now that he's not here. Yeah. Because before, he's he's before he would do this, or I'll look at the camera, and this was him thinking about whether or not he should go in yeah, or yeah, not. Yeah. It yeah. was always a... Man, shoot. And then there was that. That gave him just a few seconds to decide, do I just shut up and go silent or do I go in? And now he doesn't even do that move anymore because he doesn't need to. He's he's a brash New Yorker. He can't be held accountable because of his geography at this current moment. I told Chris this story, but on the last day he was here, he was bragging about how unafraid of St. Louis he was. And oh. But I had him from the side view, and I could see the panic in his eyes. Oh, right, yeah, like yeah. the sweat dripping. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see how scared you were. And of, you of see how brave Tommy's gotten also. What? It, t- yeah, Tommy has gotten very, very This very is what brave. lack of sleep for a young man does. He comes in brash, kind of jumping around like he's going to own the place in Tommy. a couple of days. Look, Tommy. somebody had to Tommy. replace your energy, man. Did, Tommy... <laughs> Have you had sex recently? That's not important. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow. Let's turn the show into just asking Tommy questions about that. Oh, my gosh. Tommy, don't no, we have a, no uh, poker face or anything. Don't we have a segment to get to? <laughs> oh, wow. Now he's saucing. No, think about it. This no, kid no, is on, the best. Think about how easy and oh, comfortable no. he is I'm in that. Weeks ago, he couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Now look at him. Yeah, he is. He kind of body language has changed. Your he has. voice is changing. There's Look at your hair. It's Look called even the puberty, way you dress Travis. Now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's been masquerading. He's like, yeah, I'm just a small 21-year-old. He's actually 13 and a half, and he's very well-developed. Good for him. Tommy, was she black or Asian? That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> Good for uh, him. Both? Looks, I say we, uh, Dr. Ed has entered the room, so mm-hmm. I say we just Thank dock God. Travis 50 points on his score, and we'll do Great American Race tomorrow or next week. That's just a thought. You can do whatever you like. Dr. Ed, he comes in from Hillside Animal Hospital. Hillside Animal Hospital practice. Dr. Ed's up. there? What's that? He's walking over here right now. That's right. We're going to do some dogs on film, Travis. Hey, my Dr. Ed. No cheating. Uh, the great uh, Tommy has now. That's good. That's good. Dr. Ed, we've got Travis in New York, so. Uh, Keep an eye out. <laughs> hey, bud. How are you? Hey, Dr. Ed. It's so great to see you. You're a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> you know, he's turned into an elitist New Yorker, and he's being quite rude about St. Louis. He's insulted the food, women, and everything else today. Well, um, you know, probably, probably deserve most of it. Oh, damn it, Dr. Ed. <laughs> Dr. Ed, there are so many dogs here. There are so many dog owners here, and I told them about your business, and they're like, okay. 
<laughs> That's the realest, funniest thing you've ever said in your life, Travis. I really appreciate that. Uh, Dr. Ed does join us from Hillside Animal Hospital. The, uh, these aren't heroin treks, everybody. Gave blood at Hillside the other day. Dr. Ed did too. I just wanted to give Hillside and Dr. Ed a... He- no, that's no, not... he did not. Yeah, no. This- <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ed checks that list, man. He knows. Uh, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Hillside. I needed dinner the other night, so I was low on money. So I, I too gave blood. Yeah, he's like, this so. ain't the one that pays. <laughs> well, how much money you got on you, ma'am? Uh, <laughs> big time blood drive. All the slots are filled up. And uh, just wanted to just give a public thank you to Dr. Ed and the uh, staff and then the staff from the Red Cross. It seemed like a wonderful, wonderful, very successful blood drive. And uh, I hope everything turned out really well. Yeah, we got close to 30, uh, 30 pints of blood. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. They were very happy with us. They're in a blood shortage right now, too, so it's uh, great timing. Yep. I wonder, uh, wonder if we get Travis in there next time. Would you fly home from New York since you're there permanently, you think? Hey, man, I got New York in my blood. I can, I'm can. i happy to help my city. Oh, no. Some Capicola donation, huh? <laughs> uh, Dr. Ed joins us each and every week. Dr. Uh, Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. <laughs> Back when we cared about production quality. You need to have that on your ringtone, Travis. Yep. You know. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Wholeheartedly. For text. See, Dr. Uh, Travis will return Dr. Ed's text, Tommy, just so you know. Travis, I hate you. <laughs> Get your doctorate. He'll, he'll text you back. Uh, Dr. Ed, again, uh, Hillside Animal Hospital's Facebook page is a great way to find out their capabilities. They update it all the time. I take my dogs there. You all should take your pets as well. Before we get into the game, anything new we need to know? I was out in the country this week. Ticks on the dogs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're out. Mm-hmm. Yes, the weather has hit. Yeah, it's not time. I don't, I don't like that. But uh, I don't park was full yesterday. Fleas, heartworm preventative. Guys, keep your pets uh, vaccinated, up to date, everything. Yeah, can't say it enough. It's so easy to prevent these, these diseases and these parasites. It's, you know, it's a lot harder to treat them. Let's not get Dr. Ed a new car. Take the cheap alternative so you don't have to do the super expensive treatment after you don't use the preventative treatment. Uh, as much as I like seeing Dr. Ed roll around in a Rolls Royce in this scenario, he's more than happy to get you on the preventative stuff to uh, save you some money, some time, and some... Uh, Stress for your pet. So, uh, Doctor Ed, there are a lot of show dogs here in New York. No, there's not. Um, the, what do you what What should I say to the owners of show dogs here in New York who continue to parade their very expensive animals around Central Park? Uh, it is it is fascinating how so many dog owners exist in this city. Um, any advice for me to uh, you know if I see like a hot chick? with a really cute dog, like how I should approach her, what would you suggest? Uh, ask her who her veterinarian is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Like, hey, baby girl, who your vet? Yeah, you, your dog looks, looks so well taken care who of. I mean, vet? who's your veterinarian? Who mm-hmm. your vet? Okay. 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 That's a, that's a Damn, girl, your dog looking good. Who your vet? Yeah. Okay, I like that. And that's then, good. And then ask for that vet's number. So then you can write it down, and then she can say, oh, what kind of dog do you have? And you're like, I don't, and then just take off. Yeah, and that's nice. Oh, <laughs> I like the strategy. Yeah, that's all. Dr. Ed approves. Okay. I like where this is headed, guys. And Dr. Ed, if you have, like, any care packages or, you know, money you want to send my way as I try to survive the very hard streets of New York, feel free to, to do so. Yeah, I can send you some dog biscuits. I mean, there you, you go. can hand out to the dogs. <laughs> now you're see. talking. Yeah. 
Oh, Travis is into the idea. No mm -hmm. uh, rebuttal. Uh, we played dogs on film. The great Sean, who is soon to be Tommy's best friend, confidant, comedy partner, uh, voices this. Gardner, what do we have today, buddy? Well, we have an open first. Mm-hmm. It's time for Dogs on Film. We already did it. It's already okay. did it. Yeah. yeah. Professional stop, open. Stop pointing at us. Um, okay. As we continue our CNN panel look here. Um, <laughs> Tommy, peek under the <laughs> Peek over Travis. There he is. It's perfect. Turn your body a little, Tommy, towards me some. Put your arms out. Now, it does look like Travis has wide arms. Now, Travis, <gasps> Travis, you talk, and Tommy, you use your arm and try and... I like dogs on film. This is really cool. Yeah. Hey, there you go. I'm, I'm gonna. I want to drink some of this Coca Cola. Oh, oh. oh it's just I'm gonna have a little taste uh, of this. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Such idiots. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. You so, know, you realize our content drives most of the questions. Like, so that's fun that you do that thing, but like, how do you pay bills? Mm -hmm. Like, well, that's yeah. this is it. Like, yeah. This is what you do. But mm. yeah, that's I a good question. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. Um. So, dogs on film. I have six total films, and we have three pairs. Three sets. We put one film against the other. You guys have to guess which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, no point. So you can have a maximum of three points after regulation play. If we're tied at that point, we have a seventh movie, a tiebreaker, that you'll have to guess closest to the actual score. It's one singular film. So that's how that works. Now, we have themes. Sometimes we have multiple themes within the game. Sometimes we have an overall broad theme. Today we have an overall broad theme, mm. like we did last week. And these are movies set or based in New York City. Movies set or based in New York City with Travis at Sesame Street and traveling around wherever it may be, Queens, Brooklyn. Can you just give me a Brooklyn with a Brooklyn accent, mm. please? Where Brooklyn at? What up? Yeah, that was terrible. Um, so throughout, when we make the decision on if it's right or wrong, I'll arbitrarily decide if I want to tell someone they've got it right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. You'll hear that or wrong. It's going to be that. You don't want to hear that one. So we have New York-themed movies set or based in New York for today's grouping. Seven total movies. You want to go with your first one here. Ready? Here we go. Let's do it. All right. Are we ready for this week's uh, Speciallo or co competition? They're all uh, <laughs> movies based around New York. New York. New York. I was born in Lenox Hill Hospital, 73rd and 3rd Avenue, not January 3rd, 1960. Our first movie, American Psycho. 2000 drama slasher. One hour, 44 minutes. In New York City in 1987, a handsome young urban professional, Patrick Bateman, Christian Bale, lives a second life as a gruesome serial killer by night. The cast is filled by, by Detective William, De Willem Dafoe, the fiance Reese Witherspoon, the mistress Samantha Mathis, the co-worker Jared Late Le 
Leto, Leto. And the secretary, Chloe Savinji. Chloe Sevigny. This is a biting, wry satire examining the elements that make a man a monster. Quite the cast. I don't you know. Christian Bale has come around as one of my favorite actors. That guy's all over the place. So there's your first one. American Psycho. And I, I did fail to mention, uh, my friend Sean records a description for each movie for us each week to kind of help out if you haven't seen the movie, to kind of guide you in a way, if you will. So American Psycho is your first one. Nice of Sean to give us some history on his upbringing yeah. as well. Oh, he'll tell you. Sean's tidbit to put a smile on my he'll, face. He'll tell you a lot mm-hmm. in a little amount of time. Dr. Ed, for a field exercise, should we go visit Sean with Tommy sometime to uh, maybe, you know, put the two stars of Dogs on Film together? Mm. You know, I, I, one of the things I just found interesting, I mean, he, he, don't, don't you think... Would you agree that Sean sounds older than me? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's not, apparently. <laughs> Sean's lived. His, yeah. his, liver, like his liver's lived seven lives. He's, so. he's lived. He's a medical marvel. Uh-huh. Why a, do I think of Keith Richards, you know? Or, yeah. yeah. You know? That's not He's not more far cher- off. cherubic, Keith Richards. And I'll maybe even there's later in this game, maybe there's a comparison to be made. But we'll get to that Ooh. in just a little bit. That's, is that a tease? Yeah. Take note. All right, so American Psycho. That's your first one, and it'll be going against. Coming to America. I'm from Queens also. 1998. Drama. Romance. One hour, 57 minutes. Prince Hakeem, Eddie Murphy, is the prince of a wealthy African country and wants for nothing except a wife who will love him in spite of his title. To escape an arranged marriage, Hakeem flees to America, accompanied by his persnickety sidekick, Semi Arsenio Hall, to find his queen. In Queens, disguised as a foreign student working in a fast food working in fast food he romances lisa sherry headley but struggles with with revealing his true identity to her and his marital intentions to his king father james earl jones how about that just saw that not too long ago on the old television you ever watch the arsenio hall show oh yeah yeah it was a classic the last time you've done that uh since arsenio hall went off the air in 1980 that's not Nine. Right. No, I don't know. Do your research. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Really good. Nice. <laughs> so it'll be Coming to America versus American Psycho in your first pairing. I feel like this is a setup. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. I, I, I want to say it should be Coming to America, but I have a feeling that Gartner is hitting me with the old okie doke because he knows how much I love the Coming to America. So I'm going to go American Psycho. Tommy? Am I playing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. I, I don't think I can. Well, you've, I helped you, out with these. You, oh, you helped out with these? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. So oh. maybe just chime in and make fun of us if we're wrong. Okay. Okay. Mr. Uh, Mr. Man. I, oh, how insulting. Oh. Dr. Ed. Oh, I almost called go. you Mr. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's done it. Cancel the, cancel the partnership. Cancel the game. I almost called you Mr. Mignaco. It had a nice ring to yeah, it. Yeah, that would have turned on look for my dad. Yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't Mr. Ed. Yeah. yeah I get that a lot. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ed, the your choice, show. sir. Uh, I'm gonna, I was thinking just the opposite, um, but I'm going to go with American Psycho, though, too. <sighs> Great movie. It's been glorified a ton. Also, after the fact, I, I can't imagine it made a ton of movie when it, or can't, made a ton of money when it came out. I went with Coming to America because I think Gardner's trying to reverse, 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 reverse us. On uh, on this plan, head games. What do we got? Travis and Doctor Ed. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. American Psycho with a sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Coming to America, sixty-seven. Sixty-eight to sixty-seven. So one point each now for 
Travis and Dr. Red. See, Travis, this is They're where they are remaking. They are remaking, not remaking. There's a sequel to Coming to America uh, that is currently in the works. And I don't know how I feel about that, but that Rotten Tomato score is indeed an insult. That is one of the funniest movies of all time. And I would debate. Yeah, you know, they were. To... I'm sorry, Travis. They were making that sequel, but they got stopped at the wall. Mm. 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 Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. He comes with the humor, people. Oh, look at that. Anthony Jeselnik in the house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, uh, Travis, if I could just get an old school shut down Rotten Tomatoes for that, because I agree with it. I think they punish comedies too much. Coming to America. You, you're telling me, like, seriously, if somebody came up with, uh, I could write uh, something about an astronaut that was uh, of uh, of color and of sexual orientation and get 90% easy uh, if you if you play the game right. But comedies get beat up on Rotten Tomatoes for some reason. Coming to America's got to be over 85. Also, I mean, uh, on the cast alone, I think just on the cast alone, it has to be in the 80s. Like, you can't have... James Earl Jones in a comedy and not put that in the 80s. That's just silly to me. So, yeah, you got Louis Anderson. Come on, man. What were you going to say, Tommy? I agree that Coming to America is very funny and I enjoy it a lot, but I don't think that um, I think American Psycho wins because of how big of a cult classic it is. I think it's more of a cult classic than Coming to America. I think they're both. They, I think they should both be 75. I think I could They see, should both have higher They should scores, be, have higher sure. scores. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How do you get a job at Rotten Tomatoes? Write snarky reviews. No I don't know how to get a job anywhere, really, Doctor. Do you like That's Chris Denman? Mm. Oh. Do you like Chris Denman? Yes. I don't know. If I, I don't think I could pull that a- off. Aim higher, Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So you want to? You want an internship? <laughs> you go work at the vet's office. Yeah. Uh, okay. So great. I'm uh, getting my ass kicked. Great. Awesome. Only one pair so far. Our second set. You ready? There we go. Big. I can't. 1988 drama fantasy two hours ten minutes after a wish turns a 12 year old josh baskin david moscow into a 30 old man tom hanks heads to new york city and gets a lower level job at mcmillan toy company a chance to encounter with the owner robert loja robert loja of the company leads to leads to a promotion testing new toys soon a fellow employee susan lawrence elizabeth perkins takes a romantic interest in josh however the pressure of living as an adult begins to overwhelm him and he longs to return to his simple former life as a boy with Robert Loja that's enough all right there you go your first one I don't know what song he was trying to play he was trying to do chopsticks trying so big is the first movie in this pairing one of the best movies of all time here you go your second one. Midnight Cowboy, 1969. Drama. Buddy. One hour, 53 minutes. Convic- <laughs> convinced of his irresist- convinced of his irresistible appeal to women, Texas dishwasher Joe Buck, John Voight, quits his job and heads for New York City, thinking he'll latch on to some rich do- dowager. New York, however, is not as, aspo- as spo- hospitable as he imagined, and Joe soon finds himself living in an abandoned building with a Dickinsonian, a Dickinsian layabout named Enrico Razzo Rizzo. Dustin Hoffman. The two form a rough alliance, and together they kickstart Joe's hustling career just as Ratso's health begins to deteriorate. Now, that's a movie. It is. Great movie. I love it. Can you give me a I'm walking here? No. Because I do it all the time when I'm 
walking here. Because <laughs> I tend to walk everywhere. Everybody's everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. I'm walking here. Oh, man. That was really... That was an all-timer, Sean. Oh, that so was good. We have Midnight Cowboy versus Big. This is Ooh. a tough one. This is. I mean, total different spectrums. Midnight Cowboy brought up quite a bit uh, in relation to what's going to happen to Travis in New York as well. <laughs> kind of a similar situation. Uh, Tommy, can we get a, uh, what are you going to do with your hands? With Travis's hands? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're confused, right, Trav? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, Tommy me. Dr. Ed, you and Travis dominated the last round, please. I'm going to go with Midnight Cowboy. I don't know. It's a, you know, I, you never know what's in Denman's mind, but I'm going to go with Midnight Cowboy. Not much in Denman's mind ever. I'll say that. How about you? Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Big. I think uh, the sentimentality of Big resonates still with many of the critics. So I'm going to go there. And it's Tom Hanks at his finest. So I'm going Big. Sentimentality very well could be a word, but dealing with yeah. Travis on a daily basis, I have I have to question it. I will I, Google it really quick. I want to say it's real, but it if it's not real, I don't even want to make fun of you because that was pretty, pretty good word. Is that a real word, Doctor Ed? Sentimentality, excessive tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. Okay. Sentimentality. <laughs> <laughs> Marvis Morell. Nice good work, job, sir. Travis. Sentimentality. I'm a, I'm a professional screenwriter for a oh my show that's oh. been on. Wait. American so, television for over 50 oh, years. I'm so someone used that happens. in a meeting last night, and that's why you dropped this yep, on? Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Which Muppet was it? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That Grover has a vocabulary on him. He does. Um, what were you whispering, Tommy? I was making a Sesame Street joke. Go ahead. Uh, but I don't know if I used it. Today's your build-up day. I, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Sesame Street gives us all a lot of sentimentality. Mm-hmm. So... Do you feel good about Sentimentality. <laughs> I legitimately embarrassed. I didn't know that was a, a word, but it was it was great. Don't be. Uh, you should big. be embarrassed. What? Nothing. Big? Is that what you're going with? Okay. I'm going with big. I think it's just too obvious. Uh, Midnight Cowboy is amazing, I guess, but big, uh, one of the best movies ever and appeals to everybody. So we have big from Travis, big from Chris, and Midnight Cowboy from Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed... It's a 90. Midnight Cowboy is a 90. A 97 for Big. 97 wow. for Big. Wow. And this is the look I get. Oh, just look at, <laughs> look at the words she's saying with that face she gave Dr. Me. Ed, for those Once of you again, just listening. I don't work for Rotten Tomatoes. No, he's not happy. You just promote them a lot. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so Travis has two. Chris and Dr. Ed have one as we enter the final pairing. So here's your first one. Arthur, 1981, drama romance, one hour, 57 minutes. Wealthy New York City playboy, Arthur Bach, Dudley Moore, is perpetually drunk and completely rudderless, dutifully dutifully supported by his sharp-tongued and quick-witted butler, Hobson, John Gilgood. Arthur reluctantly prepares to enter into an arranged marriage with with heiress Susan Johnson, Jill Eckenbury. When he meets Linda 
Marola, Lisa Minnelli, Liza, 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 <laughs> Minnelli, a waitress from Queens. <laughs> he falls head over heels in love. But if he's back, if he backs out of his engagement with Susan, he may lose his fortune. You got a Liza Minnelli impersonation? No, I don't. Or do I? No, I don't. Would you say you uh, you bear some resemblance to Dudley Moore's character in Arthur? Not at all. I'm broke. All right, there you go. First one is Arthur. Did they remake this with Russell Brand? I believe so. Okay. They did, and it was awful. I imagine. Was the f- uh, I don't. I'm not gonna ask this till after it. But go ahead. All right. Here's your uh, Arthur's going against this movie right here. Ghost, 1990, drama fantasy, two hours, nine minutes. Sam Wheat, Patrick Swayze, is a banker. Molly Jensen, Demi Moore, is an artist. The two are madly in love and living in a recently renovated Manhattan apartment. However, when Sam is murdered by five friend and corrupt business partner Carl Bruner, Tony Goldwyn, over a shady business deal, he is left to roam the earth as a powerless spirit. When he learns of, Car- of Carl's betrayal, Sam must seek t- the help of psychic Oda Mae Brown, Whoopi Goldberg, to set things right and protect Molly from Carl and his goons. That's a crier. <laughs> you have Ghost versus Arthur. Oh my gosh. I'll go first. I'm uh, I'm trailing Travis, tied with Dr. Ed. I'm going with Arthur. Uh, I think Dudley Moore was probably more talented and uh, well more well thought of in the early 80s than we give him credit for uh, today. I'm going to go with Ghost. I'm going ghost as well. Okay. So I don't write it right then. I can't win. So. <laughs> Sorry, sir. That's all right. Chris, you went with Arthur, correct? Yeah. Chris? Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Whoa! Ho, ho, come from behind. 88 for Arthur. Interesting. I did, so that was good. And then the Russell Brand remake was garbage. Uh, I didn't even look at that one. That would have been fun, an Arthur versus Arthur matchup. Uh, I think we would have, that one did, <laughs> Who wouldn't have been, been fair. It would have been, yeah, It sweet. wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. Give me two minutes. Ghost, <laughs> 74. Okay. So, oh, that's very low. That is, is that low? Good God, yeah. Ryan Tomatoes. Jesus. Calm down there, Dr. Ed in New York. <laughs> Watches these... Do the people at Rotten Tomatoes even watch these movies? I don't think so. Take, it, was, easy, take it easy, Grasshopper. What was the <laughs> score He's teaching for you the your first angry ways. 88. All right, well, the remake with Russell Brand is a 26. Yeah, not good. Oh, How do you blow that? Yikes. Damn. Russell Brand. Yeah, that'll do it. Thank you. So uh, we no, have He a was tie. on Rogan. Seemed like a nice guy. We have a tie. <laughs> Chris and Travis tied. Dr. Ed will play for fun as we go to our tiebreaker movie. Guess the closest to the actual score. All right, and now, the tiebreaker. Die Hard with a Vengeance, 1995. Thriller action, two hours, 11 minutes. Detective John McClane, Bruce Willis, is now divorced, alcoholic, and jobless after getting fired for his reckless behavior and bad attitude. He is called back in action, however, when cryptic terrorist Simon Gruber, Jeremy Irons, takes New York City hostage in a lethal game of Simon Says and refuses to speak with anybody but McClane. Teaming up with street-savvy electrician named Zeus Carver, Samuel L. Jackson, McClane dashes through the city, trying to to stay one step ahead of the murder of a murderous plot. Okay, gotta go wee wee. Bye bye. All right. Mm. New York, New York. <laughs> so there you go. He's the best. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, Travis, you go first. Hmm. Rotten Tomatoes has been very off for me today, but I am going to go 84. 
84. I think Travis is right. I think I saw this in theaters. I think it was a, it was a fun action movie, and if you go in thinking it's going to be anything else, that's fine. The memorable part of the sandwich board uh, in Brooklyn as part of the uh, terrorist demands. Mm. <clears throat> no thanks. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go 67%. I think uh, it's a little too masculine for some of the, uh, some of the reviewers. Dr. Ed? I, I went with a 60. I, I, this actually was just on TV, I think, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yesterday or the day before. But, and I liked it. It's an enjoyable film, but I don't think it's a critic-worthy film. So I went with 60. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 52. Wow. Oh, get out of here. Oh, okay. This is Ah, uh, forget about this it. stupid. As what, a, did they give it a 50 what? Two. A 52. Okay. That's yeah. That's not the good. The second best Die Hard movie. Really? Hey, thank What's, you, Tommy. Yeah. It really wow. is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were that's talking about rating least... wise. You're just saying that. Gotcha. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. It probably is second best rating that is, too. That is yeah. fifty. Oh, that's <laughs> that's embarrassing. Some snobs who work at Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Call Screw it those out. guys. Uh, if they do a remake with Kate McKinnon and the exact same thing, I'm telling you, it'd be a 93. <laughs> yeah. Oh, calm down, Nick Apollo. Oh, come on. Come on. I have no problem with it. I'm just saying that they, they're a little bit predictable at times. Uh, guys, as a champion of Dogs on Film, I just wanted to thank the great Dr. Ed at Hillside Animal Hospital once again for their life-saving efforts. 30 pints of blood collected this week. So very, very proud of you guys. Great work, sir. We just set it up and let them use the parking lot. So well, that's like it, we didn't do you much. put the word out, and, and the the Red Cross does some great stuff, and we appreciate you uh, pairing up with them. Any uh, parsing final words for uh, Travis or this damn website, Rotten Tomatoes, Doctor Ed? No, no, Travis. I mean, good luck, you know, and get some good pizza, you know. Oh, he's been. To, we did a pizza stat rundown at the beginning oh, of the show. I'm jealous. Travis, can you rattle those off for Doctor Ed? Uh, it's a restaurant greater New York area. Uh, you cut out. Sorry. Did you hear me? No, nope. oh, sorry. 1600 pizza restaurants in New York. Dr. Ed. Wow. Mm. He's in heaven. Yeah. Uh, fourth best rated Die Hard movie. Interesting. Yeah. How's it? Do you have a, a yeah. list? Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance is 52. The original Die Hard's 93. Die Hard 2 is 68. Live Free or Die Hard is 82. And then A Good Day to Die Hard is 15%. Yeah. I don't remember though. A good day to die hard. That was from 2013. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I don't know. That was, was with uh, John McClane and his son. Yeah, gotcha. his son oh, was a, yeah, yeah. worked for as a spy for the CIA. Right. He helped his son with a mission in Russia. Was that? Was that? <laughs> yeah, that was that was believable. Yeah. Was that a? No. Was, was that a? Was the son, Was the guy who played his son like a foot taller than Bruce Willis? Uh, I think so. Uh, I forgot <laughs> the actor's name. Uh, I'm looking at Sebastian up. something or another. Well, that's all. Sebastian right. Coe. Sebastian. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's not him. No, it is not. Then it's Can't the other be. guy on here. Sebastian Bach. I just said it with confidence. Yeah, that's how it works. Sebastian Coe was a runner. Well, that's what it's, it says, Sebastian Coe, right here. Really? Yeah. Sebastian Coe was a runner. I'm not arguing with Maybe you. Maybe it was his I'm son. Telling you Maybe it was Sebastian Coe's yeah. son. Is yeah, it Sebastian Coe Jr.? Okay. I'll, I'll look it up. All right. Uh, the uh, 
the great Dr. Ed joins us each and every week. Uh, anything before you head out? You got anything coming up event-wise or anything we need to know about? Uh, no. No, I'm, I'm helping Gateway out with a little vaccination clinic this weekend over on the east side. Gateway so, Pet Guardians, yeah. yeah. Wearing their uh, T-shirt right now. Yeah, so. I, saw I saw that. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Dr. Ed, thank you as always. Yeah, and, I'm glad uh, I made it in. I was a little late, but got no, here. No, it worked out perfect. So we'll take a quick break, get Dr. Ed out of here. If you guys want to get your fair or fouls in, we're giving away $10 to Buzz's Wine Grill. The topic, a grown man eating a ketchup-filled hot dog in New York. Travis just got ketchup on his hot dog yesterday, Dr. Ed. Ah, oh, that's no-no. Blasphemous. <laughs> I'm glad that another adult in the room thinks that way. Quick break. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live. Big thanks to Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital. Big thanks to uh, our New Yorker, Travis Terrell, for being with us the whole show. The great intern, Tommy, and Chris Gardner for all his uh, production work. Fair Foul is a garbage segment that we do at the end of each show. It was put together by a, a non-creative, um, I guess, lackadaisical writer uh, when we started the show. Travis, do you have any words on the subject of the uh, of the segment itself? Chris, where are you in your five minutes today? Mm. What's that? So you want me to? Do, mm. okay, am I doing five minutes every day? Like, how does this work? If you're going to be my, well, I'm just curious. Man? I just figured. I want you a know, brother. Whole... I'm going to take you out on the road with me. I, you're going to be my collection man. I like that. You got you just be like, hey, you know, you got to take care of my man. You know, he just went up here. He did this comedy stuff. Like, you're going to have to pay before we get up. Look at you. You're already projecting that you're going to be hired for your comedy. I'm proud of you. Oh, Look no, no. That. You That's have to get me the confidence. job. Travis, did you create Fair or Foul? Oh, I, I, one of the most successful segments in okay, yeah, podcast funny. radio history. I it's did. funny that he said it was from a lackadaisical writer considering you're the one at the fellowship right now, mm -hmm. and he's not. Mm. I know. All yeah, those Sesame weird. Street you know? uh, swings I took never panned out. Uh, you know, some people do. Some people, you know, uh, sell what other people do, and that's just the way the hierarchy works. Oh, wow. Sounds more like the patriarchy, if you ask me. Sounds problematic. Mm, chill out. Oh, wow. Build up yeah, and continue. Ooh, get Hey. Build-up day continues. I'm still not sure what a build-up day is. I tried uh, Googling well, it. It's the... Um, is this going to be like... So there's a build-up and a tear-down, and the build-up's a lot of fun, and the yeah. tear-down is so painful. It's so painful, but it's all necessary, so, so don't you worry. So, to, so tomorrow's my tear-down? Chris Hayes, when he was at Farmington High, and bring it's it. going to get weird, but don't bring worry it, about it. I'll what write a whole bunch bring of comebacks. It. This is good. This is good. Uh, yes. Tommy, hold him accountable. I've Make sure he's on his writing schedule. Make sure he... Make sure he creates. He creates something. He's got five minutes. He's. I'll keep him accountable. Oh boy. He's gonna do it for his birthday. Mm, 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 mm. Guys, hey, we uh, we asked you a very important topic. Let's throw it to uh, former disgraced president of the United States, Barack Obama. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People. You bailed on him when he bailed on rap, dude. What's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't Here say New for York, certain. Hope. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, Fair or Foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's sure now time it. for Fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or Foul. What a dramatic <laughs> close to the show. It's the segment de Blasio loves the most. 
Hmm. It's the oh, people's wow. fair file. The segment, New York police beat to death. Mm. Fair foul. Uh, uh, we asked you. De, Bla de Blasio actually did something really cool the, uh, the other day. Oh. They have these new medical cards where for people who can't afford uh, health care, they're still going to be provided the opportunity to go to their nearest neighborhood hospital and have a doctor uh, so they can still be able to get the necessary services they need uh, in regards to their health care. So I thought that was pretty cool. New York's one of the first cities to ever do that. Is there, you're better than us? Is there a punchline? Think you're better than us? <laughs> no, no, punchline, no. No, I, I'm just saying, like, he's found a way to help poor people afford health care. And I, I, I think that's, you know, awesome. So you're yeah. saying Mid-Coast Media should move to New York? Can I, I'm just saying. Um, how the measles? Ah, measly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stop it. We asked about uh, Travis's inspired ketchup-filled hot dog. Fair. That is the most Travis has gotten on his wiener since the Obama administration. <laughs> That's that gives my, my vote. It gives my vote immediately if you say wiener in an email to a I show. think I get it. Uh, you can get it. Careful. Foul. Everybody knows use jelly or syrup. Oh, no. <laughs> Learn that. <laughs> Learned that during my incarceration. Mm-hmm. TT's pink eye. What was your question, Tommy? Nothing. Who was the first one? Uh, black sheep. Okay. Boy, that's Jelly a tough one. Jelly or syrup? Ugh. Are those the two entrants? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've actually had jelly on a hot dog before. Okay. Uh, Makes sense. Oh, was that when Iron Barley was around? They oh, had they like, had the Fat Elvis? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Was it a Monte Cristo? Monte Cristo, you're right. Yeah, yeah it yeah. had like cheese on it, and it had like a, a – or maybe it was like a strawberry preserve or jam or something. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was. Um, I'll go with that one because that had me reminiscing about that, that meal. <laughs> a prison us. reference. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> really get you there. Uh, I'm going to go with TT's Pink Eye as well. Travis, you have one? Who is the first one? Black Sheep. I'm going Black Sheep. Um, we can either say TT's pick. Well, who did you vote for, Tommy? Uh, I like uh, Black Sheep. Ooh, a tie. Wow. Huh. Chris Gardner, who wins? The one I voted for. TT's pink guy wins! Chris Gardner is the arbiter. <laughs> $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. <laughs> TT's pink eye. Be sure to check your spam <laughs> emails for Tommy's emails. I've just received I, a note. I, I, Tommy's I've, reaching out to winners. I've been sending uh, emails to winners, and I haven't gotten responses from any of them in several days. And so I don't know if... <laughs> They're going on three and a half years of poor communication I go, from us. So. I, I don't know if you guys just don't like me, uh, <laughs> or if maybe because it's a scripted email, it's going to your spam box. But it's uh, tomwasslander at gmail.com. And if you'd like to book me, my rates are available well, no, no, through no. that email. I don't even mean that. I, I want you guys to get your prizes. So please uh, check your spam. Check for emails from that address. I've uh, threatened him you. if he doesn't have an accepted rate of uh, over 90% with violence. So you guys, you better pick up your prizes. He's training me like he uh, trains circus animals. Mm -hmm. Sentimentality. <laughs> Guys, big thanks to Tommy Bannister from Circa Properties, Getaway Golf Carts, all of our great sponsors, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, 
everybody for uh, supporting us. Of course, I mentioned Tech Electronics. Huge thanks to all of you for uh, tuning in on the live stream today or downloading online. If you haven't yet, be sure to share this podcast with a friend. Let's grow it, baby. Let's keep the New York pipeline going for Travis. Travis, thanks, buddy. Peace. We're back tomorrow, live at 8 on the live stream. We'll see you then.